Greetings, ladies and goons, dragons and dracos, wizards and wizarders. Welcome into another magical episode of One to Review, a little podcast with me and my friends, Brandon and Alex, rate and review movies in the simplest way possible. Say hello, Alex. Hello. Brandon, give us a gander. Hi. One to Review, like I said, we rate and review movies on a one or two scale. One point if we didn't like it. Two points if we did. We rate until we get to 20 points and then we call it a day. Kick that magical intro. I want to look around. Roll a perception check. D20. Uh, seven. Okay. You vaguely see a movie. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, the first movie that we are reviewing this week is a 1993 flick called Harper. It was directed by Willard Cleveland, starring Bradley Ripple. It's uh, about young Harper, who's kind of a wannabe detective, and he's on the trail of some, uh, I guess, would-be or wannabe kind of criminals. Uh, the the kind of shtick about this film is Harper can't talk, uh, but he can play a harmonica. And one would argue that he certainly can talk with that harmonica, uh, Pretty fun flick here. It's also starring Eddie Young. We've got Roadkill making an appearance as the priest in the dog wedding. Catherine Johnson in there. Elise Bradford. Good stuff. Uh, what did you guys think? A lot of chuckles. A lot of great 80s slapstick in this movie. Uh, the gimmick, of course, is that our detective hero can only speak with a harmonica. Um, now, it, let me just say, I thought I was going to get really sick of the harmonica. Not I, I. You know what? I'm a harmonica fan. I even grabbed the album. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd argue that the trailer was weirdly exhausting. The trailer is kind of poorly cut for this film, and we always try to watch the trailers before we review a movie. Uh, and so we were all worried about this one going in because yeah, it looked like a lot of harmonica. But the way the film is actually cut, it's uh, pretty well used. I, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. You can really understand. You know, music can express a lot of emotions and a harmonica can easily express a lot of those emotions just with a few simple notes and because there's so much emotion and breath in every single note god i i couldn't stop cracking up when harper was chasing down that the thieving nun from the bakery Mm -hmm. opening scene you guys aren't really missing anything with the spoiler but chasing her down and he just has the harmonica jammed in his mouth and it's making like that in and out breathing sound Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh my god I was crying laughing yeah it is intentionally funny I guess we should say it it is a comedy Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what helps is Bradley Ripple is quite charismatic I've never seen him in stuff since uh, and he was so good in this that I was really confused where his career kind of went well that's the thing you may not have seen him but you've definitely heard him he's actually part of a pretty famous like pop group now Herboy? Have you ever heard of Herboy? He's part of Herboy. Yeah, you mostly hear him backtracking on the back end of Herboy tracks, laying down some bass, some harmonica bass, laying down some harmonica riffs, but uh, that's really his passion. And another thing that kind of spoiled his... I had his, no idea. Another thing that kind Sorry, of spoiled his no career idea. was he did, on set, choke on a harmonica and ironically lost his voice. He sued the production company for a lot of money, so I don't, I don't even think he really needs to go act in movies. 
No, the music is all passion project. And, you know, the thing is, nowadays, computers, they can take a harmonica and they can spit out a saxophone. You know, you can do anything nowadays with computers. Yeah, with digital harmonicas and MIDI harmonicas. Roland makes a really good one, I think. Yeah, so that's a cool fact that you probably didn't know until now, but now you know it. Uh, this, this movie was a lot of fun for me, guys. Yeah, 100%. I think it's a lot of fun, and I also think we should probably roll our reviews so this week we're just going to roll our reviews so go ahead and roll your d2s for right. harper uh two two unfortunately i gave it a one i didn't want to but that's what i rolled well, i wanted to give it a one so there we go so it all, all evens out. out yeah all evens out what are we going to do with these points dungeon master explain today's scorekeeping for us well guys Part two of our mystical adventure. Um, we rolled up our characters for a little D&D session. And now I want to take you guys in sort of an intro outing. It's just like an introductory um, sort of to test your mettle. Right, that was way back players. on episode 44, by the way. Yeah. And in fact, I think uh, we need a quick little, uh, let's, let's do a little bit of a playback. Why don't you give our listeners a rundown of your characters, Alex? Sweet. All right. So I am uh, Jofflyn Janice. Jofflyn I'm a 93-year-old female uh, dwarf. I am uh, four foot two. I weigh 235 pounds. I got red hair, blue eyes, pale skin. Uh, I have a, I live a life of seclusion. I have tremendous empathy. I'm lost. I have a wooden spoon that's good for catering. I am uh, neutral. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to roll. I'm wearing uh, rags. And Brandon, my character I made is Robert Lujan. I've got a shovel. I've got plain clothes. I ended up filling in the blanks to be a rogue assassin, and I'm lawful evil. So, um, yeah, that's it. Nice, nice pick on the rogue assassin. My character is Chattervox, um, male 44, half orc, height 6'4, weight 244, chaotic good, barbarian, of course, the path of the berserker. Um, background is a party animal soldier. Um, I speak common and orc, deep speech. I roll with a set of weaver's tools. I play the dulcimer. Um, I've got nature instincts, survival instincts, and of course, my armor. Uh, I have Okay, so we're all caught up to speed. I am Robert Lujan. Robert Lujan. I am Jofflin Janice. Jofflin okay, guys, Janice. and I'm Thater Vox, the half orc, half human. I thought it was Chattervox. Thater, Thater Chattervox? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we are striking out to Lake Nazareth. It's a mystical lake in the realm where there is a magical carp that is the cornerstone of every adventurer's um, ability. If you can catch and release this magical carp, then you're good to go. Then you're good to break out on other adventures. So we're going to start walking, guys. Roll your walk checks. Seven. Five. Five? Okay, Robert Lujan falls and is disabled for 30 minutes. I'm a human. Makes sense. All right, can I, I'm going to roll. I'm going to wait for him. Okay. I'm going to strike out ahead and start setting up camp. Right now it's late. It's late in the afternoon. Um, okay, guys, roll spot checks. Look around. Three. Okay, you're Seven. practically blind. Okay, Robert Lujan 
Um, I think you get minuses on your spot checks. Well, since I'm injured, yeah. No, no, because the curse, that Cyclops cursed you. Oh, right, that was part of my backstory. Okay. Can I, okay. like, choose what I want to do, or do you just tell me what I do? Yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Do what you I, want to do. I want to play my harpsichord. Okay, roll a performance check. That's a two. Okay, your harpsichord breaks. Okay. Um, do you guys want to strike out ahead or try to meet up? Well, I got. I'm waiting for him to mend. Okay. So why you just hang do you out, want to help up, him? Set up the camp. Can you help me? All right, I'm gonna try to uh, help him. Okay. Roll a healing uh, check. Yeah, I just did a two. Okay. Um, you hurt his finger now. So now, now you have a hurt leg or foot, and you have a hurt finger now. So you can't fire your bow. Huh. Okay. Well, let's. What do we do now? Let's let's do another movie, and we'll come back to that. You guys are sort of on the side of the road right now. It's not a bad area, and weather is fair, so you'll be fine. Just work on healing, and I've got the camp. Let me do a craft check, actually. I'm plus 11 on my craft check. Okay, I created a perfect camp. That'll be helpful if I make it there before dark. All right. All right, guys, let's do another movie. Sponsor. Oh, yeah, we got to do a sponsor before we do a movie. So I'm going to take a little nap here on the side of the road and dream of a sweet sponsorship deal. Okay. I'm going to roll my sponsor check. Four. This week's one to review is brought to you by Rent to Own Movies. Can't afford movies? Rent to Own is the answer. So we'll make it to camp, guys. Um, Robert Lujan, Robert, Robert Lujan is all healed up. You're better. Uh, you finally rolled a successful heal check, and Alex did assist for a plus four. So you're. Can I? Yeah. Can I roll to get these leeches off me again? To try to get him off. Alex did fall in a stream. He failed his walk check. Um, sure, yeah, roll, roll, roll a heal check, or you can roll a removal check. Um, I think your removal check is actually plus three, so I would recommend that. Two. Okay, more... Um, here's what happens when you roll a two. The leeches start mating on your body, so they're beginning to multiply. Great. I kind of expected that. You can try you can try again in 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 3 hours. You can try again. Oh, I know, man. I've been on this. I know. I know. I'm just going to say leeches aren't that bad for you. You know, they've been proven to medically assist in some ways. Um you're in pain, so you're uh -1 on attack rolls and defense but other than that you, the leeches don't really have much of an effect they're pretty mild yeah I know um so do you guys go to sleep or do you guys want to run guard shifts how do you guys want to run the night let's see how let's check in emotionally and see how we're all doing 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, I my character needs to sleep, but because I've got those reoccurring nightmares or whatever, I don't want to take damage, so I'd almost rather just stay up again and take a fatigue a hit than to, like, take a psychological hit again, because last night was terrible for my character. Hmm. Yeah, since I'm injured and I can't do very many physical activities, I'd like to increase my emotional intelligence. Okay, so you can do that with a uh, nature check. You can try to find some healing herbs or magical herbs in the area. Okay. Okay, that's a three. Okay, you find nothing. Yeah, humans have it tough. Chat, chatterboxes seem to have it pretty. You know easy. what I'll do? I'll, you know what I'll do is I'll check for herbs in the area for you. Okay, I rolled a nineteen. Wow. I find a powerful red herb that actually makes you sweeter, good, kinder disposition. I definitely need that. Can I have that? Yeah. Thank you. You have to craft it into a tincture. So roll a craft check. I actually got a seven on that one. Okay. You craft a mediocre tincture. I'm going to save that, because I know I'm going to need that for later. It temporarily boosts your emotional intelligence by three. For the next 48 hours. For the next 40 Howards. Okay, guys, you hear something. Do you roll a perception check? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll uh, seven. Okay, four. Brandon. Okay, Brandon does not see it, but Alex vaguely spots a ugly movie. Uh, I want to review it with you guys. Okay, get your D two out. Let's do it. Here we go. We're all in this together. Uh, folks, we saw Dragon Boy Awakening, directed by Penny Underwood. This was a 2018 film. It's the uh, kind of first in an upcoming franchise of movies called the uh, Dragon Boy series. It's about the character of Shiro Tazu. He's a young little boy in New York City, and uh, he becomes the Dragon Boy when he finds a mysterious book uh, under an overpass in uh, Lower Manhattan. Uh, what did you guys think of this movie? Yeah, I thought it was cool. You failed to mention the main hook of this movie is it is presented in a 4D theater. Yeah, that was uh, pretty crazy. I, I really liked it. I thought it was a cool experience. Yeah, super cool. I don't know how they're going to like make that a feasible thing to you know show movies at because it was a truly immersive experience. I mean, there were pyrotechnics. There was you know, physical things you could touch. Yeah, so, so the way it works is all of the actors in the movie are in the theater live and they do the movie kind of live there. So there's, you know, and they get up close. You can touch the actors even sometimes, you know, there's a big dragon in it and it walks by and, you know, you're allowed to touch it when it walks by you and stuff. And yeah, it's really cool. I've never seen a movie live like that. Yeah. The technology behind the projections and the actors and them interacting, you know, it really does seem like they're really there because they are. It's a trip. Yeah, you get a little list. You get in there, and they give you a little pamphlet that has, like, it had the name of the movie on it and all of the actors and stuff. And it had, like, you get the—so there's no credits. You get the credits kind of beforehand on a piece of paper. 
it was great too at the end of a movie i often feel a removal from the artist and in this at the end the actors all came out and they bowed and we were able to kind of give them an applause you know right to the actors and that's why you know watching an elijah wood movie i always want to uh, let him know how much I appreciate it. And this was a cool chance. So yeah, plus, that was really neat. plus they tell you when to go to the bathroom. There's like a designated, what did they call it? Inter- yeah, they give you a break. There was just a break. It was cool. It was really, really cool. And I think, you know, this is a thing that hopefully we can see more of. Yeah, this is cutting edge. Yeah, the way, they, think- had, the way they had sound effects like cued uh, to play back at certain times was pretty fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that dragon was scary. There were some kids crying in the theater. See, and I'm sick of CG. I'm sick of CG. And this dragon was was really there. And yeah, if you were there as a kid, that's something you're going to hold on to for a long time. So, damn, this is just a really cool thing. Um, I love this 4D tech. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't, it wasn't all scary either. There was some nice little breaks. You know, the dog wedding, um, the very fun pirate scene. It was mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. a nice mix of kind of everything that you really want in a 4D experience like this. A little expensive. I don't know. I mean, I, I got 70, great tickets. But... $72. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And no food allowed. So well, that was kind the of. The ice cream social scene in 4D. You do get some ice cream. So. That was cool. You get they a couple licks. A bit of ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're right. You're not allowed to bring in food or anything. But... You know, you know me. I love popcorn. I like eating ribs, raisinets. And baked potatoes. I, I sort of missed out on that in this movie, but hey, maybe you know I can slim down for summer. Yeah. Either way, you guys ready to review uh, Dragon Boy Awakening? Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. You guys got your D twos? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Two points. Excellent. Uh, I'm so happy. One point. Two points. Me. Brandon, why would you give this one point? That's the dice. You are rolling like absolute dog shit today. Yeah, you want to switch up your dice or can what? Can I get another one? Can I just... Yeah, here. Here. Thanks. Give me that thing. Oh. No wonder. This one's all, right. all chewed up by your cat. It's not going to lay flat. My cat, cat dice. I thought we were lucky. All right. All right. Well, we figured this out. That's, uh, let's kick it to a sponsor. Yeah, let's sponsor. roll a sponsor check. Sponsor check. Oh, 32. 18. Yeah, the sponsors definitely. Ooh. Thanks for the new dice. Ooh. Yeah, here we go. Whose bright idea was this, this anyway? Now you can challenge your friends and family at America's fastest growing party game. Whose bright, bright idea was this, this anyway? It's a word game, it's a puzzle game, and it's a card drawing and dice game. You can make bets, backstab, and get so mixed up we guarantee you'll be screaming, Whose bright idea was this anyway? Remember Monopoly? Well, forget it, because Krenler Magazine voted WBIWTA America's most fight-provoking game. You love your kids, but they keep annoying you, right? Play, play the, the game. game. Does your spouse keep bringing up sex? Play, play the, the game. game. Beat your coworkers and the after work drinks? Play, play the, the game. game. <laughs> <laughs> the folks at FunPlay are so convinced you'll love WBIWTA so much that we want to offer 1-2 Review users the Devious, Devious edition, edition for absolutely no extra charge. Use promo code 1-2-Review-Sucks at checkout and everybody have fun. Now whose bread idea was this anyway? Damn, guys. Slang reviews, slang sponsors. 
You're doing great. Your XP is going to be through the roof. You're going to level up for sure. Um, okay. So, uh, you guys make it to the lake. Lake Navaranth. Do you, there's a weapon shop at the lake. Do you guys want to gear up? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. I mean, we're pretty low on money. You've got a bunch. If you could spot us, maybe. Uh, sure. I give you each a hundred gold. Yes. Thank you. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to the shop and see what they got. Okay. What are you looking for? Uh, I mean, geez, I need everything at this point. I lost most of my stuff, so I guess a sword? Give me a sword. Okay. There's a level four uh, dwarven sword. It's perfect for you. Mm -hmm. It costs 20 gold. All right, I'm gonna buy it. Okay, it fits you well. Great, and uh, probably maybe a shield. Okay, they have knee pads. I'll take them. Okay, these are level three knee pads. They cost 10 gold. I'll take them. I got 70 left. Okay, they have elbow pads. I'm gonna those are 10 gold. Right, I got one more gold. Right, I got a chin pad. I'll take five gold. Okay, all right. Ooh, can't afford it. All right, then I'm good. I'll hang out of this piece. Um, I'll take the chin pad. I'll buy the chin pad for you. Yeah, I'll throw you five more gold. Okay, so I still have one left. Because I have one, so now I have one gold. Mm -hmm. I'll give it back to you. Just mark it on your character sheet. Just be honest, you know? Okay. Brandon, do you buy anything for Robert Luzon? Uh, yeah, I need everything too. Um, what do, what do I have that's available to fix? Right here? What are you looking for? It's a weapon shop. Okay, I'm gonna need, um, weapons, armor, um, and you can, you can try to roll a magical item too. I'm gonna buy a pen. I have pen from Magia's in the sword, right? Okay, pen costs you one silver. I have a hundred gold. It's a really nice pen. How many gold? Ten silver to one gold. Ten silver to one gold. Okay. Uh, anything else? Uh, all the armor I can buy with the rest of my money. Okay, we're gonna need some fishing gear too, because we're going after the magical carp. I'm gonna get us a net. I'm gonna get us uh, all fishing rods and reels. And I'm gonna get special spider, uh, what, what is it called? The string? For a fishing thing? Special spider string that can hold 100 pounds. Now, Brandon, you don't have any weapons. You want to buy a weapon? No, no, I'm pacifism. Sure, okay. I'm going to document it. Um, so here. The shopkeeper thinks you're strange. And let's see here. Can you intimidate you? With a 17? And you end up paying uh, one gold for the pen. Okay, fair enough. I will take it. Thank you. I should get some paper for that, too, so I'm going to also get some paper. Okay, paper costs one silver. You get a whole scroll. You get a big, beautiful scroll for silver. I'll take it. Um, okay, guys. Do do you look around the Do you look around the shop? I want to hear some rumors about the lake. Okay, right as you're leaving, the shopkeeper says, "If you want to hear rumors of the lake, you must review a movie." Okay, I'm gonna roll a movie uh, check. Seven. Okay, there's a movie. Yep, fourteen. Here we go. Wow, Brandon sees a movie loud and clear. I definitely see this movie clearly, as I hope we all saw this movie clearly together. We saw Tom Sawyer 2. This was a 2017 flick. Um, here's the basic premise. Tom Sawyer was frozen back in time, and he is awoken in present modern day. And what is this like? I'll tell you what it's like. It's kind of like half Encino Man, half Demolition Man, half classic literature in this uh, kind of funny uh, action adventure film from 2017. What were your guys' initial thoughts? I love this. Uh, Demolition Man's one of my uh, favorite flicks, and I'm normally against reboots. Uh, and I would say, you know, this is a lot like it, but it's totally done in a very unique, fun way. So it was like me getting a, a reboot of an, a movie, but but them doing it very differently. So I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, a lot of great American history, too. I know we're going through tumultuous times as far as, you know, American political climate. This addressed 
slave ownership, slavery in a very thoughtful and calculated way, guys. It was it, it was not offensive. It was actually yeah, very well, we, earnest approach. Yeah, to what the we didn't subject. say is is he's unfrozen, but also so is a I guess an e- evil black slave owner, uh, not a black slave owner, but an evil slave owner is also unfrozen with him, a southern guy. And as soon as he's unfrozen, he runs off and he tries to restart his old. Uh, uh, you know, slavery plantation in modern day. Uh, and so Tom Sawyer has to fight him. And it's, yeah, it's an action movie. It's it's pretty silly, but it's, it is done with, like Luke said, a lot of social commentary, but yeah, done fun very, sort very of way where you don't um, mind very it. Tastefully. A lot of great scenes, a lot of great, great classic scenes that we've seen in the original Tom Sawyer, extreme whitewashing. Yep. Scene. A lot of riverboats, um, islands. There's the apple core eating contest. And everything's everything's kind of like boosted up with that sort of reps feel, that demolition man feel, um, mm-hmm. with that sort of like I don't know, kind of steampunky sets, sort of a lot of brass, yeah, techno brass, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's, it was really it was really something to look at, and the soundtrack well, was a- amazing techno throughout. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's important to say it's a Jan Berg uh, film and she's, you know, that's her deal. All of her films are kind of visual kind of treats. She reminds me a bit of, uh, I don't know, her films remind me of the feel of like a Mad Max Fury Road kind of, you know, they're very visually exciting, right. very beautiful. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Annette Huff in there, uh, Shauna Hewitt's in there, and of course, uh, Tom Sawyer's played by uh, Herbert Hardy, you know, who's an excellent actor. So he, he very much carries the film in a wonderful way. Who actually got a start on a soap opera general hospital yep yep and and so did jackie uh, gallegos who's also in the film so that was cool to see them back together because they played uh lovers on general hospital and then in this they also do so it was cool to see that chemistry kind of uh, redone and they were conniving on general hospital sure, sure. and in worst. this one it's cool because he's the aggressor on general hospital she's the real she's a real cutthroat oh her character's a monster yeah i don't normally watch those kind of shows but i do watch uh their their stuff i i will youtube their scenes uh, from previous seasons just to watch their acting because their chemistry is incredible. Yeah, they they met at the dog wedding in this movie, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then from there, it just is similar, you know, to the original Tom Sawyer. That relationship spirals out of control in a big way. Uh, the climax, very cool, action-packed, very exciting. Uh, it is, again, it's a riverboat scene, but uh, with, you know, quite a lot of explosions, it's very cool. I, I very much enjoyed it. And I thought the choreography, the fight choreography is very cool. It reminded me of John Wick. Yeah, efficient, quick. Choreography choreography was great. And the, the way they made that riverboat with the big paddle wheel, the really the way they made that thing so fast was intimidating. Yeah. And that's Andrew Maladonado who does all the fight choreography for all of Jan Berg's films. Yeah. But I think you guys know. Yeah, that. Elijah Wood said that he's his favorite fight choreographer to work with. And I definitely agree. Yeah. Elijah Wood had a lot of great things to say about Tom Sawyer, too. And he doesn't have a lot yeah. of good things to say about a lot of people, so it says a lot. Absolutely. He doesn't, put uh, a, he he doesn't already... stick his neck out there like that, you know? He sticks his neck in no. the sand because he's like an ostrich sort of. Just be careful what you're saying right now, because me and Alex are big fans. Okay. You guys uh, ready to review Tom Sawyer 2? Yeah. Sure. Roll it up, guys. Roll your D2. A one. Two. Yeah, I rolled a one. 
Bummer. All right, four points for Tom Sawyer 2, 2017 Janberg. Didn't want to roll a one, but that's, that's the way the chips fall. I'm going to throw out these dice. All right. All right, that's four well, points, guys. What do we do now? We always roll for a sponsor. Ooh, 18. Yeah, 36. Natty. Great. Natty. Here it comes. Here's the sponsor. This episode of One Two Review is brought to you by Hat Guy Link. Looking for men who wear hats? Four Hats and Guy Link are happy to announce our newest website, Hat Guy Link. It's the place to meet smart, attractive, horny hat wearing men in your community. Sign up today and receive a Four Hats premium date box. Four hats to choose from, keep one for your hat date, and send the others back. You keep the hat as long as your Hat Guy Link membership is active, with the option to swap hats with another four hats for each hat date. Hat Guy Link. Finally, dating and hats made simple. Do we continue with our quest? All right, guys, we're all geared up. We're ready to go on Lake Nazareth. It's a stormy day. I would say conditions are poor at best. We've got weather. We've got wind. We've got little breakers on the lake, three-foot-high waves. But it's our only chance. And as legend has it, if you want to catch the legendary carp, stormy weather is best. So... We break out in our rowboat. It's a 12-foot rowboat. What do you guys do? Uh, I want to cast my line in the water and start this fishing. Okay. Roll a survival check. Yeah, I just did. It's a, <laughs> it's a one. Okay, you drop your pole in the water. You no longer have a way to fish. Great. All right. Well, I'm going to think about that for a minute. Sorry, it was a fumble. Nope, nope. That's, uh, that's how I'm doing. Brandon, what do you do? I'm going to take out my fishing pole, and I'm going to give it to Janice. Okay. Jocelyn. Jocelyn Janice has a fishing pole. Tell you what, Chatterbox is actually going to take action instead of passing poles around and dropping poles in the fucking water. Okay, guys, I rolled a 19. Nice. Let me see if there's a fish on the line. Negative. Okay, it's not a fish. Let me roll my percentile dice, see what I actually caught. I did catch something. Um, here we go. Ooh, I rolled a 99. Jeez. Okay, let me let me check my D let me check my manual. Okay, guys, 99 means I pulled out a magical item worth 1 million gold. This is a platinum drinking chalice with magical properties. It can pour out any potion that I imagine, and it can do it once a day. Nice. Great Excellent. job. I'm going to take out my pen and begin to document the situation. Okay, so I imagine a potion, and I hand it to Brandon. Brandon, do you drink it? I decline to drink your potion, and I pour it into the lake. Okay. Oh, my God. This is good. Okay, so Brandon pours the potion into the lake. 
and it's actually a magical fishing potion. I wanted him to drink it so he could uh, fish, but he pours it in the lake, and now all the creatures in the lake have magical fishing abilities. So basically what that means is that they're better fishermen than us. Are they going to start fishing for us now? Yeah. So um, while we're sitting in the boat, all these little lines start getting cast in the boat. And let's see if somebody gets hooked. Okay, Robert Lujan uh, gets hooked. Brandon, you're hooked. What do you do? Are you going to sit there and write? I reach for the nearest movie to review. You reach for the nearest movie, and what you grab is a little movie called Drought. Did you guys uh, catch Drought? Oh boy, did I. Yeah, Drought was an interesting film, right guys? This was a movie, it came out in 2016 by Rowdy Bunko, who his name implies a lot about his personality as we find out. Drought is the film in, that depicts what happens when porn finally dries up on the internet and what happens to that industry. They revert back to magazines and it becomes a quite violent society. Yeah, man. I mean, this is this is interesting because it, it you know, in places like uh, North Korea and I think even China, you know, the Internet is is in certain ways uh, monitored and regulated. And so the idea of porn being taken off the Internet is a thing that is uh, very possible. And, you know, uh, so. I don't know if it would turn as violent as this movie did. You know, I don't think the the porn prohibition would be this bad, but it's still a fun kind of uh, exploration of that. It's idea. almost like the purge. People get they get yeah, pissed. Yeah, yeah. This definitely yeah. felt like yeah. the purge. Have you guys ever had to revert to a magazine? Yeah. N- no, not not in years. There was an old magazine in the bushes when we were kids, uh, but no, no, I haven't used a magazine in a very very long time. Yeah, you know, there's just something about it. Simpler times. Um, you can always get your old go back tos. You know, you got your familiar faces in there, and uh, it, it feels more like home. I think. Well, and that was the cool thing is, you know, so what ends up happening is they open up these secret underground kind of libraries where men can go and rent a room and they can peruse the, the the collection and take one in a room for a bit or whatever. And you're right. So these men start to develop relationships with these magazines, you know, certain magazines, certain centerfolds that they really like. So that's yeah, that definitely that definitely sparks the violence, the competition that they have definitely, to, you know, people are fighting over a certain like you know Maggie's. October 1996 Playboy or yeah. whatever. Um, this movie's kind of a weird mi- mix mashup of like Fight Club and oh God, it's so sleazy too. Um, yeah, I can't think of a, of a sleazy movie to kind of reference. For me, I'm gonna I mean, say it's, it's the, almost it's like the stuff. inconvenient truth. Right. Yeah, right. You know, what would this is what might actually happen? So it's something to think about. It's what well, we got to be careful, you know. And thank goodness for the porn industry that they're putting in the hard hours to make sure new content is always coming out. You know, one thing I will say about this film is I, I there was no there's very few women. The, there's no focus on women, and I felt uh, a little bit of like I know women watch porn and enjoy porn, and so I was uh, hoping to see that side of how the women in this world were dealing with it. But it seemed like it definitely was focused on the you know I guess maybe the males had more of that aggression, it was, but uh, it's just not that kind of movie. Aggression. It was definitely judgmental towards men and porn. You know, 
yeah, Definitely maybe. Made me feel and, and, guilty. Yeah, that's why I want to see the female side. Yeah. You know, we got Maria Sawyer's in there for a little bit, but it really focuses on George Leon's portrayal of Perry Ewing, you know, throughout the film. And he does a great job. And, and going back to that Rowdy Bunko, I think that's that, that sleaze feel. I think that comes from him. I haven't seen any uh, other films by Rowdy Bunko, but like you said, that name, he just seems like a, sounds like a porn. Well, he comes, uh, from, he comes from a long lineage. His father was actually big into cockploitation films. Okay, so I mean that then that makes sense that this is is kind of um, a modern day take on that, like you said, like a purge. Um, yeah, he did um, Coyote Ugly Three actually too. Okay, all right, all right. So that's all kind of coming together for me. I should I gotta pay more attention to some of these directors sometimes. Well, let's not worry about it. Let's go ahead and roll our reviews <clears throat> since we have no control yeah, over it, it anyways. Yep, yeah, here we go. It's a it's two. a two. Two for drought. I will say the dogs were sweet in this movie. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog was wedding was so sweet. necessary. Uh, the divorce, though. Dog divorce is a little rough. <laughs> rough. Yeah. i roll up my review I mean, for drought. Two points. Wow. Six points for drought. All right, guys. That's 60 Pixies. Uh, roll up a sponsor, Alex. Sponsor check. What'd you get? Ooh, two! Oh, boy. All right. Oh, boy. You fumbled through a sponsor. Do we need another sponsor? Normally, we don't do another sponsor. But... No. How How do you... Yeah, it feels like everything, our, our uh, whatever's off a little bit. Does it normally four movies? It is, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's always a sponsor after each one? But no, not, not after the last one, normally. No, it's like, uh, my voice always goes, oh, my God, so I can hear you better. Okay, maybe we just wrap it up then. Okay, Brandon. Currently, Alex has your fishing pole. Robert Luhan. I'm fishing away. I just caught the magical chalice. Um, The fish in the lake are attacking us with hooks and lines and nets. And Brandon got hooked. So, Brandon, roll a dex check, baby. Here we go. All right, I got 15. Nice. You make a save. You do not get dragged in the lake. The hook pops off your shirt and goes plunking back into the water. Yes. You're safe. Thank you. Alex. All right, I'm going to check my line, I guess. I know we're getting attacked. Yeah, roll a survival fish, check. It feels like if my pole's in yeah. there. Okay, to see if I get hooked. No, to see if, uh, see if you hook something. Okay, four. Uh, roll it again. Two. Ro- roll it again. Three. Uh, roll it again. Six. Okay, so six is just barely good enough. Uh, you feel a hard tugging on your pole, and you start reeling it in. So roll a strength check. Five. Boy. Uh, okay, so Trader Vox... Yeah, the leeches are a negative, so... Uh, anyway. Trader Vox jumps in, and I'm, like, I'm like around your back. I'm, like, kind of hugging okay. you, holding you, and helping you reel, reel it in. So I give you plus ten okay. on strength checks. Roll another strength okay. check. Twelve, two. So that's twelve, right? Okay. Roll it again. Okay, eight is good enough. 
Um, you get about 20 feet of line in, and then we see the most beautiful golden carp breach the water we've it's ever seen oh, yeah. in All right. our lives. This We're stunned. It. We're stupefied. Brandon, what do you do? I take some of that paper that I'm documenting everything with and bind it together in a journal. Okay. Um, Chatterbox becomes very frustrated with your lack of help. And I yell at you. I tell you to do something or I'm going to kick you out of the boat. I'm documenting history here, Chatterbox. Okay. I kick you. For 18. Sorry, man. I gave you an ultimatum. You fall into the water. Um, okay, wait, me and Alex are are reeling in the carp. Alex, will a strength check? Hi. You guys, I just rolled a natural 20. The fish goes flying into the boat. It lands. It winks at us. It smiles. We all touch... Well, me, <clears throat> me and Jocelyn touch the fish and we gain a natural insight. Alex's leeches fall away from his body. He's perfectly healed. I'm perfectly healed again. And Brandon, what do you do? Do you try to get back in the boat? Well, he hit the fish when he jumped in, right? When he fell off. So does that count as him touching Well, the I mean, I'm the DM. He can't just make that stuff up. I make that up. So let's I, see. Yeah, I try to make it back to the boat. Okay, roll a swim check. 13. You make it back on the boat. You touch the fish, you're healed, and you have an overwhelming sense of shame. Great. Can I roll check to get my journal back out of the water, too? Yeah. Okay, I got a seven. Okay, the journal um, becomes saturated in water and and, um, sinks to the bottom of the lake. I'll get you, journal, if it's the last thing I do. gonna roll better all right guys that wraps up our cool can i roll for patreon donors yeah all right i got a one okay so i think that is uh thank you for donating one dollar a month to help us and receive your mumbled shout out so we appreciate that yeah we appreciate that man of course rab salutes oh to our longest and proudest donor Guys, if you want your name shouted out or mumbled out, you can donate a dollar or $2 on our Patreon <clears throat> and uh, hear your name on the podcast. That's Easy pretty peasy. cool. Help us if out. You- we'll help you out. Little backsy backsy rubsies dubsies going on. Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad our adventure was successful in the end, guys. I really, thanks for kind of teaching me how D&D goes. Yeah. You know, Brennan, it's a lot of fun RPing with you, man, because you really test, I think you test my patience because my expectations are a little bit higher for your character, and you do you, man. You do you. So I'm a human. I just figure I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. It doesn't seem like your heart's in the adventure. I'm not an adventurous type. I'm not an adventurous type. Yeah. Luhan is a pretty chill guy who's known for journaling yeah i just don't know why we would have that on our party but 
Oh, you're stuck with me. So. As We're I am, stuck with I you. am stuck with you. <laughs> That's true. All right, Alex, what do we got next week, man? All right, next week we are reviewing Margarine Fields, Young Christ, Beasts of Boredom, Memories of a Vanquished Man, Isotope, Fiddler on the Roof, Dogs, The Old Diamond Crystal, Dog Wetters, and of course, another from the Doe series. Thanks, guys. A lot of movies next week. A lot, a lot of, movies. of movies. Thanks, guys. I'll see you at uh, Janice's dog wedding next month.